Welcome to Make It Count, Living a Legacy Life, where we invest in what matters, people, and God. I'm Sue Donaldson, speaker, author, and creator of WelcomeHeart.com, which invites you to know and show the welcoming heart of God. We all long for a life that matters, to give ourselves away for the next generation, to invest in things that will outlive us, and as my pastor said recently, to age intentionally and strategically. No matter what age we are, we are all growing older. There's no stopping that train. We want to grow something besides old. Thank you for joining me today at Make It Count, Living a Legacy Life. Happy New Year. It's time to think about 2020 and maybe goal setting. I don't know about you, but goal setting is not my favorite thing to do. For one thing, I write them and then I can't find my list. Maybe you're that way too. However, funny enough, I just came across a torn out calendar page from, I don't know, I don't know if it was from last year or the year before because I didn't put the date on it. One of these years, I'm going to remember to put dates on things. At the time, I always think I'm going to remember, but guess what? I don't. Obviously, I wanted to keep it because I tore it out of a notebook. This is what it said at the top, three biggest goals for the year. Did I write the year? No, I didn't. Now, before you think I'm more wonderful than I am, I didn't reach any of those three goals. (laughs) Kind of makes me laugh. It's good to laugh at yourself. (laughs) The first one had something to do with making money. I spent a lot of money. I do recall that. It had to do with my website. I spent a lot of money on my website this year. I didn't really make a lot. Uh, Number two goal was uh, to write a new retreat series. I have seven retreat series and I do enjoy them. But I thought, you know, I I want something fresh. It's always fresh to the person who hears it because they've never heard me before. But for me personally, I wanted to write a new retreat series. I did not write a new retreat series. But I did write an online hospitality course, which was kind of like a long retreat series. And then my third goal was to send in a book proposal. I thought about that on occasion, but I didn't send in a book proposal. But I did begin podcasting. So did I reach my goals for whatever year this was for? Maybe last year or the year before? No, I didn't. Did I have a great year? You bet I did. Uh, Our small group answered this question. What would you like to accomplish by a year from now? Isn't that a great question? What would you like to accomplish by a year from now? Beginnings and endings are great times for evaluation. So that's what we're talking about. What would you like to accomplish by a year from now? Well, Kathy in our small group spoke right up. She said, I have folders and boxes and notebooks of recipes. It will take me more than a year, but I'd like to streamline my recipes. She's quite a cook. Try them out. Wow, that's a concept. And throw out the ones that no one likes. Well, when we heard Kathy say that, we all wanted Kathy's goal, or at least we wanted Kathy doing her goal for us. Another gal, Sharon, said that her goal was inspired by a man who decided to write a real-life letter or note card on an actual piece of paper. 
to someone every Monday for a year. She heard that he did that. She started last January to write a note or a letter to someone every day for a year. She's almost finished. Guess what I'm getting her for her birthday? Yes, stationery is still sold in select locations. I've already received my note from her, maybe more than one. She is keeping the U.S. Post Office alive. And she spends, spreads fun and encouragement along the way. I love that. I love those goals. Recipes, writing letters. Let me know your goal. I'm sure I'll need it. Add it to my list. One thing about goals, they have to do with your life, not another's. Even though I want to hear your goals, it doesn't mean I'm going to take on your goal. In other words, you can't make it to your goal if you're having someone else's goal. And you can't make it your goal for someone else to behave a certain way. Don't make your goal based on someone else. It doesn't work. Now, does that mean you don't desire somebody to be a certain way or to do certain things for you or with you? You can make it a prayer. You can make it a desire. You can even tell that person your desire in an occasional gentle reminder type way. But you can't make it your goal to have someone else behave in a certain way. It doesn't work. You'll just get mad. I know this. I heard this concept from Christian psychologist Larry Crabb. He said this, our anger comes from blocked goals. So make your goals something that you have control over. We don't have control over other people. You probably know that. So make those things your desires. You won't lose your temper that way. It sounds good to me. Let me give you some examples. If I made it my goal that all my children go to Christian colleges, and then they told me at 16, Mom, I don't think I want to go to a Christian college, and I made that my goal, that would make me really angry because they were blocking my goal. It could be my desire, and I could pray for it. But if it's depending on another person, you just can't really make that your goal. So let's get back to you. What would you like finished by next year this time? Goals are helpful. They help us uh, reach a deadline. Write it down. List strategies to meet those goals. And then let go of it if it begins strangling you. You know what I mean. Hyperventilating isn't part of the deal. I used to make lists of goals and then would lose the list. Maybe my goal is to ask you how your year-long goal is coming along throughout the year. And then I'll make brownies to celebrate you next year. I can do that. I had some brownies this last Christmas that maybe ruined me for all other brownies. I will share the recipe in the notes. Don't forget to try them. Our dear friend Donnie shared this quote in our weekly growth group. What better time to assess my commitment to Christ than at the first of the year? This quote was written by a young pastor in Zimbabwe, Africa, who was later martyred for his faith in Christ. 
This is his resolve. I am part of the fellowship of the unashamed. I have the Holy Spirit power. The die has been cast. I have stepped over the line. The decision has been made. I'm a disciple of his. I won't look back, let up, slow down, back away, or be still. My past is redeemed. My present makes sense. My future is secure. I'm finished and done with low living, sight walking, smooth knees, colorless dreams, tamed visions, worldly walking, cheap giving, and dwarfed goals. I no longer need preeminence, prosperity, position, promotions, plaudits, or popularity. I don't have to be right or first, tops, recognized, praised, regarded, or rewarded. I now live by faith, lean in his presence, walk by patience. I'm uplifted by prayer, and I labor with power. End quote. Wow. I want this young man's resolve, his passion, his vision, his disregard for himself in light of God's kingdom. I'll write this out for you in the show notes because it bears repeating and praying perhaps. I am not there yet. I'm easily distracted. I like comfort too much. I forget the Holy Spirit's power. I need to read this more than once a year. Maybe that's it. I can resolve to read this resolve once a month. The first of every month. Will you commit with me? What part is the hardest, the best, the most exciting? Bernie May, the former director of Wycliffe Bible Translators, said this once, Take risks for God. When I heard him say that, I thought, I I get it. He wanted us to step out and do things for God that may make us pause. On the one hand, I agree. But on the other hand, is anything a risk when God is involved? I find it riskier to not take risks for him. Is God asking you to do something that feels like risk to you? Don't dismiss it because it doesn't sound that risky to someone else. You are you and I am me. And whatever he's asking me and you to do is for his glory and for our growth. And that's good enough for both of us, don't you think? My word for the year is trust. I'll be thinking about that a lot this whole year and maybe the next. In the meantime, can you join me in this young pastor's resolve to live and die for Jesus? To not hold on to my comfort so very tightly. To remember that it's the Holy Spirit that we've got right inside of us to help us do whatever he's asking. This makes me so excited about this year, even this week and day. How about you? Are you with me? Jesus said in John 12, 24, Truly, truly, I say to you, Unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, 
it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it. And whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there will my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. And Paul said in Philippians 1, 21, As it is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be at all ashamed, but that with full courage, now as always, Christ will be honored in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Okay, well, I didn't reach my three big goals in 2019, or maybe that was 2018. But am I going to feel badly about that? No. Though in reading them, I do smile a little and I think, well, Lord, I think I did your will, even though it looked different from where I thought I was heading. Will I not make goals this year since I didn't reach those three? I think I'll still make some goals. My brother Hyatt said he always has a project going and one to take its place as soon as he completes that one. He is an energizer bunny. I love that. He's in his 70s and there's no sign of him slowing down. Maybe goal setting keeps us young no matter what age we are. And the goal to love God more and follow him better keeps us on track. Did you come across your goals for this past year? I hope you had better luck than I did. Of course, luck has nothing to do with it. Hard work is more like it. I wish you a great first month of this new year. Ask God for some great goals. It's so exciting to live for him. Commit your day to him every morning. And in a year, we can check back in and say, I love God well in 2020. And I followed him better. Until next time, think about your legacy, the one God has called you to live, all for heaven's sake. I would love to speak at your next Christian Women's event. See my keynotes and retreat series, as well as the show notes from today's broadcast at welcomeheart.com. Thanks for coming. You're always welcome here.